Good morning. It is Sunday, February 18th, 2024. I am Dave Atkinson, and this is The Quack, issue 278. Hey, good morning. It's lovely to see you. I always like coming into The Quack with one good solid story in my back pocket to make up the backbone of the newsletter. This week, I've got a handful of anecdotes, and we'll see if we can stitch them into something. Oh, and I also have a pot of tea ready, so let's do this. Section 1, Justice, the Snowplow Edition. And the photo at the top of this section is a car that is parked uh, across the street from my house against the building there, and a great big pile of snow has been placed right behind it, so that car ain't going nowhere. Wednesday night, we received a weed dump of snow. Not a big storm by any measure, but it caught the plows unaware. Many a child in Charlottetown went to bed Wednesday night without a thought the next day would be a snow day. And yet. The driver of the car in the photo above has recently been leaving his car in the lot across the street overnight, despite the clearly posted no overnight parking signs. It's a pretty risk-free endeavor in the summer months, but in the winter, the signs threaten towing at the owner's expense, but it looks like the plow driver preferred a different form of justice. Section 2, Aaron. Aaron and I were sitting in the living room the other day, not doing much of anything at all. Honestly, we were just scrolling through our phones. It was a couple of lovely minutes of mindless quiet in a week that was busy and predictable every day. Erin started to chuckle quietly to herself. I smiled. What's so funny, I asked. She turned off her phone and put it down. People falling down, she said. Section 3 is entitled 37 times 2. Within a few weeks of turning 36 years old, I somehow got it in my head I was actually 37. If someone asked me how old I was that year, which is something that happens much less frequently when you're an adult, I find, I would confidently answer, I'm 37. Near the end of that year, I was texting with my twin brother about our upcoming birthday. Can you believe we're going to be 38? I typed. No, he replied, because we're going to be 37. And that's the story of how I spent two years being 37. It's also why my kids have wished me a happy 37th birthday every year for the last 10 years. Section 4. I would like to be towed, please. There's a photo here of the same car across the street parked as earlier. Uh, it is parked without a big pile of snow behind it this time. It took the driver of that car a good couple of hours to dig himself out of that spot on Thursday. Last night, I couldn't help but notice that he was back. Like a moth to a flame. Section 5. A show for the crows. <clears throat> it's been taking me a little longer than usual to complete my daily paper route. Some of my regular shortcuts are packed with snow, so I have to go the long way around. The ground has been slick with ice a lot of mornings too, so I've just slowed down to take a bit of care. One morning last week, I was coming down the front steps of a house on Spring Park when my foot hit a patch of black ice. I felt my foot shoot out from beneath me. My arms flailed around to steady my balance. When my other foot touched the ground searching for steady pavement, it found another bit of ice. 
I didn't hit the ground, thank goodness, but the dance I did to keep myself upright was pretty spectacular and prolonged. It was at least three or four steps long, and it included a lot of impressive arm work. The thousands of crows roosting in the trees overhead thought this show was hilarious. They had been quiet up to this point on my walk, but my little dance got them going for several minutes. Section 6, Bubs and Kitty. And here is a photo of our two cats, Bubble and Kitty. They are cozily sitting beside each other, but it looks like one of them is enjoying it a little bit more than the other. Bubble and Kitty don't make it to the quack all that often, so I thought I'd share this photo I snapped last night. They can be often found curled up together like this. It looks idyllic, but I can assure you Bubs enjoys this a whole lot more than Kitty does. Kitty usually finds a quiet spot to nap all by herself, and within a few minutes, Bubs inevitably comes along and decides, Wow, what a great place, just big enough for two. Is it though, Bubs? Is it? Section 7, The Great Backyard Bird Count. And the photo at the top of this one is a blurry, confusing mass that it looks like the inside of the windshield of my van with water coming down and a bunch of weird colored lights around. This weekend is the annual Great Backyard Bird Count. It's a fun midwinter tradition to participate in a bit of citizen science. Birders of all experience levels take some special care to count and report the birds they see over the weekend, and the data can be used to track movements and changes in bird populations over time. It was also just a nice excuse for Alice to break in their new pair of binoculars they got at Christmas. We drove across the island yesterday to Murray River to pick up a couple bags of feed for our pigeons, and we took the long way back along the south shore, stopping at inlets and estuaries and bays along the way, to see what we could see. Alice and I have typically been inland birders, looking for the pretty wee songbirds in the spring, so this was kind of fun and different. A couple of birds left us scratching our heads, so we poured over the apps and field guides. We were pretty confident with our final assessments, and both of us added some new birds to our life lists. It was such a nice afternoon, I didn't think to take a photo. Which is pretty nice in and of itself. Later in the day, as we drove up to Ellen's Creek to see if we could spot a widgeon that we'd heard had been hanging about, we decided to stop in at the car wash to get rid of the layer of salt that encrusted the van. That experience I did get a photo of, and that's what I'm sharing with you now. And that's what that fuzzy photo was. Hey, podcast, this week was a Losers Guild podcast week. You can find it wherever you listen to podcasts. The podcast edition of The Quack will be online later this morning, and you can also find it on your podcast player of choice. Much thanks, as always, to the members of my Patreon. I will always make sure that my newsletter and my podcasts are free for everyone to enjoy. Patreon is just a nice way to give a bit of support, if you can, to help keep the lights on. You can join up at patreon.com slash the underscore quack. I hope you have a great week.